This is the endurance 3 to 4 p.m. hour of the 2015 Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon by Weatherbeta. To hear all 12 hours of the Radiothon, visit horseradionetwork.com. Find it on iTunes on the Horse Radio Network feed by searching Horse Radio Network. If you are listening on the free HRN phone app, you will find all 12 hours under the Stable Scoop Show. Enjoy! The horse world need wait no longer. The 2015 Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon will start in less than two minutes. So let's go to Colleen from Weatherbeta for the call. This is Colleen from Weatherbeta. The hosts are saddled up, the prizes are ready, and the holiday voicemails are loaded in the gate. And they're off. That's right, Wendy. We are in hour seven, the endurance hour of the Horse Radio Network, and my voice is starting to go. I think by nine o'clock tonight, I'm going to be done. 12 hour live holiday radiothon by Weatherbeta with additional support provided by horselovers.com and Giddy Up Gear. I am Glenn Geek, and with me in the studio in Ocala, Florida, is my good friend, is Dr. Wendy Ying of the Driving Radio Show, and we are your MCs for the entire 12 hours. We are joined this hour by the host of the. Oh, that's your line. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) We're joined this hour by the host of the popular endurance episode on Horses in the Morning, Karen Chatton. Welcome, Karen. Hi. How are you guys? Merry Christmas. Hour seven. We passed the halfway point, Karen. Wow. (laughs) Your endurance radio show host. Oh, there you go. Yay. We're we're endurance at something anyway. We're going to the 50 mile point. (laughs) Yeah, we're at 50 miles and 50 more to go. Tell us what the last 50 miles is like, Karen. Um, gosh, it's just fun because you've got your horse now listening and paying attention and it's just, you just keep on riding and it's fun. (laughs) Okay. So we're in the groove is what you're saying. Yes. Does your ass hurt too by this point? Because ours is starting to have to sit in this chair. You know what the worst part is about doing a long endurance ride is the drive home. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Believe me, I did that last night. I drove home four hours after riding 105 miles on Saturday and Sunday altogether. And the the truck. Crazy. Yeah, the truck drive home was the worst part for sure. Because you get out and you feel like a zombie. You're so stiff you can barely move. (laughs) Well, Karen, thank you for so much for heading back. I know you headed back a little early to chat with us here, and we appreciate that. We are, of course, here for 12 hours. If you're just joining us, thank you for joining us for the endurance hour of this show. Uh, We have over $3,000 in prizes and 20 hosts, and the theme is your favorite holiday memories. You can call in now because you can actually hear us. The live feed is back. Uh, 435-272-1997 is the call-in number. And if you're just joining us after getting cut off during the interview with Bob Baffert, of all people, that's when we crashed the server, by the way. Um, Big surprise there. Uh, (laughs) We will replay that interview Wednesday morning during the Horses in the Morning show, and you can hear the full interview on the next episode of the Horsemanship Radio show on the Horse Radio Network. Plus, the recorded version has it. We have it. It's not missing. It's there. So we still have it in the recorded version of today's show. Karen, thank you so much for joining us. I have, we've been playing voicemails from amazing listeners all day. I don't know if you've had a chance to listen in, but they're so talented. 
much more than you and I, Karen. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> I know. I've heard some of them. And then, of course, I came back to listen. And that's when you were off the air. That's when we was, crashed, right? Exactly. I was like, oh, so, no. <laughs> you know, if we only have one 20 minute crash in, in 12 hours, that's probably not bad. Uh, <laughs> and we thank the folks at Mixler for working hard to get it back up after we crashed it. Uh, but now, Let's hear from one of our listeners who wanted this for you, and this is Jamie McCardle, and she says, I listened to the endurance episode, and I'm ending my first year as part of the AERC. So I think she started listening and, and uh, decided to do endurance. So she, she sent a little thing in with the help of her dog. This is her <laughs> and her puppy. <laughs> Must be a beagle. I don't we we have a video of it. I posted a video of it on our Horses in the Morning Facebook page. You can find it there. But uh that was cool, huh? You got the dogs yeah. even liking you, Karen. Exactly. I'm glad I put my dogs outside or we'd have a chorus going here too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went, before we get to the prizes, Chelsea has been waiting on from Massachusetts for a long time, and I apologize for that. We've been so busy, and with Chelsea, I apologize, but with the server going down and everything, we were we were kind of just trying to keep up. So that's we right, man. Fine. <laughs> Merry all Christmas. Right. Merry Christmas, everyone. How are you guys? We're great. Thank you so much for calling. Do you have a favorite holiday memory for us? I do. I uh, I don't actually own a horse. I haven't ever owned a horse, but um, I also don't have a barn in my backyard. But uh, we one Christmas, I was lucky enough to go caretake a house on um, Martha's Vineyard, and uh, it was in Chilmark. And I have to say, it was one of the most magical Christmases because there's nothing like having a barn in your backyard and being able to go outside and and feed the horses and just sit there. And like you said, it's, it's a magical sound to just sit and listen to them chew. <laughs> Are you, you, so you've never owned a horse? No, I haven't. I've leased all my life. All leases. Oh, really? Is there going to be one under yeah. your tree this year? Did you ask Santa? Oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be nice, huh? <laughs> Karen, do you have a spare Arab around that you could send to Massachusetts? <laughs> Uh, no, I have a 10-year-old kid that sort of adopted mine. Uh, see, <laughs> or he's adopted be- oh, Okay, her. well, I don't know. <laughs> you got beat out by a 10-year-old, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea, for waiting all this time. We really appreciate you listening. No, thank you, guys. I, I, your show just means so much to me. It helps me get through uh, my caretaking jobs. It makes the weeks go by so much faster, and it's awesome. And I just love your show and everyone on it. So we do it you. for you. We do it for you. We certainly don't like to hear ourselves talk that much. So it's all for you. <laughs> thank you so much, Chelsea. Oh, thank <laughs> Well, there you go, Karen. A little love. Well, how about, Karen, we tell That's everybody nice. about the prizes they can win this yes. hour? At, at the end of every 
every hour, we will be giving away some amazing prizes. And Wendy is going to tell us about this hour's prizes. Okay, for this hour, we have the Distance Depot's Navajo Beta Biothane Halter valued at $103. It looks like leather, feels like leather, and this Beta Biothane traditional style halter is fully adjustable at the pole, crown, and throat latch. The winner may choose from 11 webbings and 6 overlay colors for personal design all your own. And then our next prize is the Rider Sleeve 3-Pack, a $90 value. Rider Sleeves are the perfect accessory for the busy equestrian. These sleeves are the ultimate UV protector and contain a special moisture-radiating material that keeps you cool in hot weather conditions. The quality construction and great fit means you don't have to cramp your style when protecting your skin from too much sun. To find a retailer near you, go to ridersleeves.com. And at the end of the day, at 8.50 Eastern, we will give away a $1,000 grand prize to one lucky winner consisting of a Benefab Rejuvenate Smart Scrim Sheet, two one-half gallons of Sword No More Performance Ultra, a pair of Dublin, Dublin Lifestyle Boots, ooh, and a Weatherbeater Freestyle <laughs> Detach and Neck Medium Turnout Blanket. Those are nice, too. Yeah. You can still qualify by calling with your favorite holiday memory sometime today at 435-272-1997. Well, Karen, tell us about yours. Well, it would probably have to be one of the years where we had a white Christmas and I was able to saddle up and go right out in a lot of nice, deep, puffy snow up and down the mountains and just take in the beauty of all the mountains around me and ride the horse through the snow. We've always feel like we're floating when we're, you know, going through the snow, especially once it gets knee deep or higher. And that's probably one of my favorite times, favorite time of year. And I love to go out and do it no matter what the weather's like or how cold it is. I just dress up and off we go and have a great time. Well, I got to tell you, that's been a theme all day, hasn't oh, yeah. it, Wendy? Riding in the snow. <laughs> Riding in the snow. And just like appreciating your environment and being with your horse. I think that's such a great Christmas memory for so many people. It is. So can, you probably now do you do you ever have uh, endurance rides in the snow? Well, we don't intentionally have them in the snow, but I've been on several rides. Yes, where it started snowing once we're already there or during the ride, and I've got actually a few really nice ride photos of you know trotting along through the snow. And the snow is actually great, especially if it's a rocky ride because it cushions the the horse's feet and protects them a little bit. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's one of those things where you probably wouldn't get up at five or six in the morning and plan to go ride 50 miles in the snow on purpose. But since you're already there, you know, we're endurance riders. So we're Might not well, going to. Yeah, heck? you already said in your entry. <laughs> yeah, that's There's right. You no paid refund. your money. You drove there. Gotta go. I know. <laughs> and you've already driven there and you're already ready. And you'll just sit and camp and mope if you don't go. You'll be out yeah. be going. I wish I was out there with all everybody else. And then you get out there and everybody's having fun. You know, like this weekend when I did the ride, it was like freezing. There was frost on everything when we got up. So I just slapped on some toe warmers on me and on the kid and off we went. We were just perfectly fine. Those toe warmers are great. <laughs> well, there's somebody else that knows about toe warmers and it's one of our listeners, Katie from Wisconsin. I'm sure knows a little bit about toe warmers uh, and she's calling in to chat with you. Hi. Oh, is this Callie? Is oh. this Katie? Kelly. No, 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 no. This oh, isn't Katie. your guest. This is a, a oh, it's listener not the guest. calling in. It's yep. a listener. Hi, yes. Katie. Thanks Sorry for calling. <laughs> yes. Um, I called to give you my favorite 
memory. The year before I got married, my husband took me over to our, well, to his um, milk barn. It was an old milk barn, hadn't been used for years, had the stanchions in it and the gutters and everything. It was pretty dilapidated. But in it, there was the stall front for a horse stall and a bow on it with a card saying the name of the contractor that was going to redo the barn so I could have my horse barn. Oh, that's cool. It was was really nice. So that's nice. That's my favorite memory. <laughs> Not the cold weather. We have too much <laughs> cold weather to, forever to be my favorite. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> yes, and I want to say how much I enjoyed being able to listen to the radio thon while I was on hold. That was a pleasant surprise. I thought I was going to miss it. Oh, no, no, no. We, we, we will keep you entertained the whole time. We're making you wait for an hour to talk to us. Uh, <laughs> it was great. So, Merry Christmas to everybody. You too. Thanks for calling. Okay. Uh, thanks. Bye. Appreciate it. All right. We're getting your first guest. Callie is coming up. Sorry. That, those two names were too That's much okay. alike, weren't they? Uh, <laughs> they were. They were. They hey, were. I just got this email, and I don't know what the sound file sounds like. I don't know what it says, so I'm risking it here. But it came in from Haggard, uh, you know, the vet office in Kentucky, the huge vets in Kentucky. And she says, here's a little recording for your listeners. We made it Haggard of our surgery interns. So you want to hear it? I don't know what this is. So let's take a listen. We're winging <laughs> okay. it here. Okay. Wesołych świąt i wszystkiego dobrego w nowym roku. Bon Natale et bon anno. They have a lot of... Frohlich Kerstfeest and Gelukkig Nieuwjaar. Muy Feliz Navidad y Feliz Año Nuevo. Feliz Navidad y Muy Feliz Año Nuevo. There were Dutch, Polish, Flemish, Italian, and two different versions of Spanish, <laughs> apparently. So there you go. Nice. <laughs> we heard it from all the languages, and thank you to the people from Haggard for, uh, for getting in touch with us. That's cool. You never know who's listening, you know? That's so cool. Well, uh, we have your first guest ready. Why don't oh, you good. introduce her? We have Kelly Thornburg-Brown, and she's got a long history of writing and writing endurance with her family. Her father was Bill Thornburg, who's um, the AARC Family Award is named after him. And welcome. Um, and they also put on a two-day endurance ride every year that's named after him and in his honor. So welcome to the show, Kelly. Hi. Hi. Well, tell us about your favorite um, holiday memory. Well, I know all of our holidays were very important as far as my dad and our family. He always loved to get together with family, and we always had the big meals and the Christmas tree and the presents, and we always were so excited if it was snowing outside, and we'd go catch our horses and ride in the snow and make snowmen and... Uh, lots of wonderful family together moments. How long have you been riding? I have been riding since I was like five years old. Wow. So do you ever remember any holidays where you got something for Christmas, like a, a horse or a saddle or something really, you know, kind of cool like that? Oh, every year there was always <laughs> something under the tree for our horses every year. <laughs> Um, I think one of the special times I remember is the silver western bits, the 
the silver, like the Garcia or the Tijin silver bits. I remember my sister and I both had one of those under the tree, and we were like so excited. They were so beautiful. So tell us, tell us a little bit about your dad and what you know endurance and writing with family meant to him. Oh, very much. The, the, everything with endurance was family to him. We we rode as a family. When I first started, I was the first one to kind of get interested in endurance, and I was too young to ride the Tevis Cup by myself. And so he was kind of pulled in to sponsor me through it, and that was the start. And my sister, my dad, and I all, we always rode together for many years, and he also picked up uh, many other juniors and brought him along in endurance also. He, he, he sometimes had 10 or 15 juniors in, in the line behind him on an endurance ride. Wow. You'll have to find uh, some pictures and post those. Yes, that would be good. So we can see. We didn't take a whole lot of pictures back then, but I'll look and see. so how many people in your family ride and did they keep doing it just after you grew up? My dad, my sister and I, the three of us. Oh, good. Good. And tell us a little about your Bill Thornburg family and friends endurance ride. Uh, we put that on every year in October. It's two days, 50 miles, Saturday, 50 Sunday. And we call it the Bill Thornburg friends and family because we want to kind of go back to how the older endurance rides used to be where we laugh and ride and have a good time and it's real relaxed and everybody's helping everybody and to keep it a real family atmosphere. Great. So what do you hope to get for Christmas this year? You know, we don't uh, really, we kind of like um, do throughout the year things that we really need and uh, kind of, at, at make that our Christmas present. We really don't uh, do presents too much anymore. Do you still go ride? <laughs> oh, always. always. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I know, and you were riding an older horse also, kind of like I am, or a lot of people refer to them as older, even though they don't act older. Tell us about that horse just real quick. Uh, both, I have two brothers, one named Muddy, one named Hammer, and they're one year apart. They're 20, 21 and 22 years old now and still going. Uh, That's awesome. All of 2015 season on Hammer, and he's the 21 year old, and they just love it. They well, love good. it. I have the decade award on both of them. Good job. Congratulations. That's great. Thank That's you. awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. See, it wasn't that bad. You you did you great. Did it. You did it. Thank you and Merry <laughs> Christmas you. to you and your family. Merry, Merry Christmas, Kelly. Merry Christmas. Hope to thank see you on you. the trail soon. Okay, bye. Okay. Bye. Well, do you want to hear the uh, voicemail sent in for you? Sh- sure. From our listeners, we've been doing this all day and we're going to do that right after this word from Weatherbeta and then you have coming up a little bit later in the show, Jeremy Reynolds, who only won the Tevis and, you know, a lot of other a, stuff. A few you know. times. Yeah, a few, <laughs> a few times, like one of the superstars here in the U.S. So we're going to get him on here in just a minute. But first, we have to hear what the listeners had to say and do do for you. Right for this word from Weatherbeta. 
combine world-leading innovations and high-tech materials with lightweight, waterproof, and easy-care saddles, and it's easy to see why Wintech is the world's number one synthetic saddle for both horses and riders. Whether simply making the most of your time together or competing at any level, there's a model in the range for everyone. The revolutionary Wintech Pro Endurance saddle offers movable flexi contour block thigh block an adjustable ergonomic stirrup bar, and an adjustable Y girthing system for stability. And of course, it's outfitted with care cushion system panels and the easy change fit solution for the highest level of comfort for your horse. Find out more at wintech-saddles.com. That's wintech-saddles.com. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. (laughs) These listener voicemails are brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com for the whole universe of holiday shopping. Happy holidays, at least for the first batch. This is Heidi Helley, avid endurance writer, calling to say happy holiday. And Christmas is coming, so get ready for that. Looking forward to hearing the show on Monday. Hi, this is Katie Bachhuber from Mayville, Wisconsin. If the shows are getting credit, I would like this to go to Karen Chatton and the Endurance Show. I've written a poem called Christmas Morning in Wisconsin. Before opening the Christmas doors, don't four layers of clothes for barn chores. Tramp through knee-deep snow as fierce north winds blow. The horses start running when they see me coming. Into the barn come all each finding his own stall. Now the sound of chomping grain is better than a music refrain. Out to the shelter to fill the hay nests, watching them dig in is as good as it gets. Lastly, back to my own home nest, ready to greet the first Christmas guest. Hi, it's Shay from Canada. This uh, message is for Karen Chatton for the, uh, about the endurance I really enjoy listening to your to your show and learning all about endurance and uh, I don't know that I'm ever going to to do it but um, I love trail riding and uh, I your tips and hints are are really relevant for what I do as well and I have to say that my farrier was really impressed because he was talking about doing a, a hundred uh, 100 kilometer, 100 mile ride next. He's gearing up for it next year. And uh, I said, so, are you going to do tablets? And he looked at me and he said, I think you're my only client who knows even what a tevis is. So, <laughs> so I'm learning something. That sounds like something you get for Christmas. Thanks again. I really appreciate it. Bye. Hi, this is Green Bean Endurance Rider Sherry Blinden, currently from Baker, West Virginia. My favorite horse holiday memory is from 1996 when I was 14 years old. My Christmas gift that year was a western saddle. So of course, on Christmas Day, I saddled up and rode my amazing POA pony from his boarding stable next to Clarcona Horseman's Park in Apopka, Florida, about 20 miles around the outskirts of Orlando to our suburban home in Altamont Springs. I, of course, had never heard of endurance or distance riding back then, but looking back, I see that endurance riders are born, not made. 
Have a Merry Christmas! It was the night before Christmas at Stonehaven Farm. The many snuggled up all cozy in the barn. When suddenly out of the blue appeared a jolly old elf in a fuzzy red suit and white beard. Little horses, he said, I'm in a bit of a pickle. The reindeer have suddenly become quite fickle. They all fled to Bermuda to relays in the sun, leaving me alone with no reindeer to fly my sleigh to deliver all the fun. I'm asking you to step in and fly my sleigh. I really need you to save the day. The minis conferred and agreed to help. After all, they were the only ones who could fit in those harnesses. Santa was so grateful he told them all, for you a lifetime of squeezy buns and hanging balls. Commodity and Annabelle said we are retired, but the others are ready and breathing fire. Santa hooked them up and got in his sleigh. And with a jolly chuckle yelled, Many horses away! On Wilson and Bob, no name in Blondie, Buckin and Dagwood, Jag and Curly Maple, Dash away, dash away, dash away all, The many horses have saved Christmas for all. Equestrian Collections has been our longest-running retail sponsor now for eight years, and we thank them for supporting our shows over the years. You know, they make holiday shopping easy at Equestrian Collections. They have a huge Equestrian gift guide with everything from dream gifts to gifts for your trainer, your friends, anybody that's horsey in your life, they have a gift for. And if you love what is new, trending, or the latest Equestrian styles, Equestrian Collections is the place for you, the whole universe of equestrian shopping at your fingertips. Visit equestriancollections.com slash hrngifts. Plus, for Horse Radio Network listeners only, use the coupon code GETGIFTED, all one word, GETGIFTED, to get free shipping over $79 this holiday season. Visit equestriancollections.com slash hrngifts. Well, we uh, we are going to go next to a caller that has been waiting uh, for a while, and then we're going to head off, and we're going to do our first rescue of the day and find out about uh, something that you can adopt for Christmas. But first, we have to talk to Michelle from Louisiana. Happy- Merry Christmas, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Merry Christmas, Lynn. Hi, y'all. Hey, it's the Michelle I know and love. Hi. I'm so glad yeah, you called good. in. Well, of course. You didn't think I was going to miss it, huh? Big hugs from us. So Aww, nice to t- miss y'all. Have you ever done an endurance ride, Michelle, uh, in, in your side saddle? <laughs> I, no, I have not done it aside, <laughs> nor have I done it astride. Um, I did the, some access stuff, um, some competitive trail, but uh, there was not a whole lot of room where I moved from uh, to do that sort of a thing. Well, could you do an endurance ride of any length in a side saddle, or would your legs just fall asleep? Yeah, you could. I don't see why you couldn't. I don't. I wouldn't want to do a hundred mile ride in one. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty Karen, sure. Yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> you know, maybe you should go without your apron and swing your leg over, you know, on the right side and have a stretch every once and again. But I think you could do it. <laughs> well, they used to do it all the time in the old days, right? I mean, that's what it was well, for. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You, you just f- got to get the right muscles. Do you have a favorite holiday memory for us? Oh, wow. I have so many. Um, 
I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to this year. Okay. Is sitting sitting in the new barn at the new place, listening to everybody eat hay on Christmas Eve. I know you do have a new barn and a new place. I saw you on pictures on Facebook putting up fence. And anytime one of yeah. us horse people sees another horse person putting up fence, we go, <laughs> ha ha, glad that isn't us. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's yes. one of those jobs. There's two yes. jobs that you get a call from friends for. Can you help me move? I got a new place and I need to move. And the second one is, I'm putting up fence. And then everybody goes, yes. I'm busy that weekend. I got to go. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> out of town. Out of town. Now, Can't help. I, yeah. I, I would like to point something out here. For folks who don't follow Michelle on her Facebook page, Rightly Equestrian Center, I, she posted a picture of her a little while back putting up fence at her new farm. And... She was sitting astride one of her <laughs> horses, yes. pounding in metal fence posts while From the horse. sitting no, it was on the ground ride. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. For uh, for yeah. the electric fence, Dad, neither one of us could reach the top of the rod oh, to bang it in. And Dad says, put me in the bucket of the tractor. I, uh, I don't think so. I said, let me go get Emma. So I went and grabbed Emma and picked up the sledge and pounded it until you can do it from the ground. <laughs> there you go. Now, how many people can say they pounded in a grounding rod that was eight feet tall for, while sitting on their horse? There you go. There you now, go. That's that's your yeah, yep. I'm sure, yep. sure most she's, of the people with horses now listening would go, nope, mine would be gone. First whack, and that'd be yep. it. I'm out of there. Thank you, Michelle. Well, Merry there's Christmas. a reason I picked Terry. Merry Christmas. Y'all have a great day. Cleveland Bays is what Michelle's known for, and that's why they just stood there, because they're really cool horses, i got to say. They're Thanks, awesome. Michelle. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. All right. Next up, we are going to have our first rescue of the day, and it's the Iowa Equine Rescue and Awareness League out of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. We have Tammy on with us today. A Merry Christmas, Tammy. Well, Merry Christmas, Glenn. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Did I read? I got a little note here that you're a fan of the shows. Yes, I am. Well, yeah, that's I got great. started on the driving radio show. Oh, Wendy, and yay! Hooray! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> got hooked on the stable scoop and horses in the morning and um, even listened to the dressage. Whether you want to or not. It's like watching dressage. Yeah. You do it whether you want to or not. <laughs> no, we love beyond my knowledge. But yeah, you hope something good's going to happen at some point. No. Never end up It'll jumping. stick. Reese and Philip make it fun. They do. Yeah. Uh, and they're as close to fun for dressage as you're going to get. Now all the dressage listeners have left. They're all just hung up. Okay, Canada. <laughs> Canada, New Mexico, New Mexico, and dressage. Now we wipe them out for the day. Well, Tammy, you have a horse or a, a rescue of some sort for us that somebody could take home and put under the tree? Well, yes, we have a couple. Um, we have Emily, who I refer to as Miss Morgan because she is always constantly in my way. Um, she has excessive mane and tail hair, wide set eyes, and enough bone for two horses. She is a very curious, confident horse, so I'm certain she's a Morgan. Um, and then for those who might want somebody on the naughty list, we have Tucker. <laughs> Everybody wants one of those. <laughs> <laughs> He's a tall man pony, and he moves like a hackney, but he doesn't have the refinement that I you know, associate hackneys with. He's really sturdy. I don't have a I'll lot of hackney him. experience, but... <laughs> He'd be good with Scooter, huh? We could we could team him up, and uh, they could be, cause mischief together. 
Oh, yeah. I'm sure that Tucker could pull the cart and Scooter could just prance along beside it because uh, <laughs> he's a pretty sturdy fellow. But uh, Tucker just loves to run, get the horses running. He's very playful. His favorite game is when I'm showing the horse and we get up to the herd and I'm getting ready to halt or somebody. He likes to just race away and get everybody going. And then he, he just comes right past me so that I can tell he's laughing at me. <laughs> um, but I, I do enjoy him. He's a very sassy, bright, energetic pony. I think he just needs to be, you know, challenged in the right direction. Yeah, that's what all pony lovers say when they're acting yeah, up. They're and, just misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, they're just misunderstood. But they're so damn cute. He'll be so great He'll when you get him home. later. Yeah, when somebody else deals with him. <laughs> he is very ornery and naughty, but he's not mean. He just really likes to play. See, that's the thing. They're not mean. It's like Scooter. He's just so curious about everything. Yeah. He really does target training really well. Yeah. And he's just, but then, the, the, you know, even when he's bad, you look at him and he's so damn cute. <laughs> that you can't, you just go, oh. So he gets away with everything because you keep going, oh. That's how I get so bratty. I know. <laughs> I know. Yes, he's bratty. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find out more about your, and you're located in Iowa? Yep. We um, serve 99 counties in the state of Iowa. And uh, you can either go to Facebook and search for Iowa Equine, or you can go to our website, which is IA, as in Iowa abbreviation, and then E-A-R-A-L.org. Okay, so that's i a e r a l dot org, and I want to see a picture of that bratty pony. Yeah, I, I want to see the bratty pony him. too. I want him for Christmas, Glenn. <laughs> oh, we would love to send him down to Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> she'd 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 straighten him out. He'd be pulling yeah. a cart in no time. Oh my God, yeah, but he'd be super spoiled. Look at my other ones. <laughs> it's true. Don't we send them to Wendy. We also have our horses listed on Petfinder. Oh, good. Okay. So if they want to go on Petfinder and search for zip code five two four zero one. We have nine healthy animals right now, and we just seized seven more yesterday. So oh, great. they're always making more for us to rescue. Well, funny how that Aww. works, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But thank you for listening, and thank you for being part of our show today, Iowa Equine Rescue and Awareness League. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Take care, Tammy. All righty. Bye. You need a pony. You could ride that. <laughs> no. You, you know what a... he sounds like? He sounds like the old style hackney pony. Like yours is a fancy new style hackney pony, but the old style look like little section A's. They're so cute. <laughs> well, you know, I, ju- I just did a ride this weekend with a lot of gates and the kind of cowboy gates where you have to get off. Oh, yeah. And I was kind of wishing I was riding a pony. <laughs> I know. Because right, a lot we, of times there's nothing to stand on to get back on. And, that's true. You know, after <laughs> the 10th time, you're like, oh, yeah, got to do this again. This horse, good thing Arabs keeps, aren't 17 hands, huh? Yeah. I know, but they just keep getting taller as the day goes on. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm getting shorter. I'm not sure which. <laughs> Pony would be nice. We're, we're talking to Karen Chattinch uh, of the Endurance episode once a month on Horses in the Morning. And we have a commercial here that's especially for endurance riders. But first, we're going to have to go to Kayla, and who is calling a listener calling from Maryland. I know she tried to call earlier today. Is this the Kayla? This is the Kayla, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have the George. Would you like a w- bit of wisdom from the George doll before we get started, Kayla? 
Absolutely. All right. This is from the George doll that's now for sale, and this is not a commercial. We just happen to have uh, Tiny George here with us George today. George is my co-pilot. He's, yep, he's, he's the co-pilot. Uh, and what do, we, what do we want to hear from George today? Um, oh, here we go. If you didn't hear this one earlier, oh, this is a good one, Kayla. Are you ready? All right. I'm All right, ready. Turn, turn the volume up. George is hard to hear. In case you didn't hear that, he said, you're very beautiful. I hope you have a brain, which probably has been said. <laughs> and only George can get away with yeah, saying George that to Morris his clients. George Morris is the only one that can say that. The rest of us would be fired instantly if we said that to our clients. And then that, he says that. Wendy, you're very beautiful, but I, if only you had a brain. I, you know what? I can see you for I that. know. <laughs> Sorry, Kayla. Oh We're getting punchy. No. Uh, <laughs> what, do you have a favorite holiday memory up there in Maryland? Um, I don't know. I always work on Christmas. Um, but I mean, I always enjoy Christmas because it's kind of laid back. I guess my favorite, um, holiday, uh, memory might be, uh, uh, the first time I spent oh, away from home, um, from California, I moved to England and, uh, it was the first time in the snow with horses and we got to go sledding, um, and had to shovel our way into the barn for the morning. That was kind of a new experience for this California girl. <laughs> so it has been a thing. Now today, I just hate the snow. snow. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, right. Now you hate it. Move to Florida. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, wait, you always start to hate it when you have your own barn, and it's a long way from the house to the barn. You have to shovel it tw- twice a no, week. No. You know what's the worst? How about the barn to the manure pile oh, with a one and with, it's a, all with a wheelbarrow that just has a single wheel because oh, you have yes. to get it up the little skinny <laughs> board. True. Why doesn't somebody make a wider we, ramp? Why do you struggle with a skinny board? <laughs> we had that in in England actually, and every time it rained, we had a ramp and there was a one wheel wheelbarrow and you had to go up the ramp onto the manure pile. Yeah, and <laughs> and over the moat I had it of pee. one time. I, yeah, I slipped one time and it came back right on top of me. Uh, that was lovely. And you were it's that pouring girl. rain, too. Yeah. I was that girl. Yes, you were that girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you stopping by, Kayla. Well, thank you. Have right. a good day. Take Merry care. Merry Christmas. Right, bye. Well, we are going to hear from our friends at uh, Giddy Up Gear, which they have a message here for endurance riders. And then we have Jeremy Reynolds coming up. You know, he's kind of just like been a Tevis winner and done like everything there is to do endurance wise. Uh, but we're going to have we're going to chat with him anyway. Coming right up here in just a minute. The Govelope by Giddy Up Gear will get you over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house or anywhere else with your smartphone safely inside. Available in two styles, the Govelope Sport offers secure, stylish protection for your device, and the Govelope Pro protects your smartphone in wet conditions in addition to keeping it within reach, yet out of the way. Both styles fit discreetly on your waist whether you have belt loops or not. Go to giddyupgear.com to find a retailer near you. And your guest is ready. Right. Hi, Jeremy. How are you? Not that ready. You were not that ready. I thought you were going (laughs) to. There you go. (laughs) Oh, okay. You want me to. 
T- Jeremy has won the Tavis. I don't know how many times he'll, I'm sure he'll be able to tell us. He rides FEI. He's one of the top riders in the United States. And welcome to the show, Jeremy. Thank you for having me. Well, let's hear about your favorite um, holiday memory. You know, I've got a couple good ones. Um, for C- Christmas Eve, uh, my wife and I, Heather, would always um, go out to the barn in the morning before um, all the obligatory um, dinners would happen, and we'd go get a ride in the morning. And it's always, you know, usually a brisk morning in California at that time of the year. And um, one day, one time in particular, it's actually two years in a row, we got tickets on Christmas Eve. Um, riding in the park when we're not supposed to, <laughs> unbeknownst to us, it was not clearly marked, but we had to ride so bad, and um, the Rangers don't think it's very funny because they have to work, so um, we got tickets, but it was always funny to us because we didn't we didn't care because we were having so much fun, but um, yeah, those, How, those, one, those stick in our minds, but we, st- we made the best of it anyways. But How, how much were the tickets? On Eve. Were they um, very expensive? One of them, I think... We, yeah, like $250. But we, <gasps> we went to court for him, and the uh, um, judge actually laughed. They said, you were, you got a ticket riding your horse? Because we you know, lived in the, on the edge of a big city, so she's used to more criminal-type cases um, coming up to the judge as opposed to riding where we weren't supposed to on Christmas Eve. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> did they let you off, or yeah, did you have to go to jail? Oh, she, yeah, but no, she, they let us, the, ju- the judge let us off and laughed. Oh, good. Okay. You won't do it again, right? And we got us and we said, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Was that the first year you did it or the second year? Um, well, the, yeah, the, it was kind of two, it was two almost, I think it was two years back to back. We got almost the exact same tickets. And it was, um, the, so the, the trails were supposedly marked that they were closed because of due to um, the weather. Um, being that the the roads were so muddy, but the the ranger truck can get up to where we were, but we're not allowed to ride. But when um, we didn't see the signs, and it was just just a mistake. But um, and it was it was actually both. I I'm almost certain it was back to back years, the same same thing. But, well, I'm yeah, sure you and Heather could have outran him. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Um, in California, the rangers are allowed to wear. Um, carry weapons now. So, Uh-oh. Uh, so oh, yeah, that's not good. Thing. You probably can't outrun yeah. the bullet, so that's fine. That's fine. No, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, but that, those are just kind of comical, but, you know, we had so much fun doing the Death Valley Death Valley point-to-point ride every year, and that starts two days after Christmas and finishes on New Year's Eve. Karen, you've done it many uh-huh. times, and right. Heather, um, Heather and I, we'd have so much fun riding, and sometimes we'd take a big group of us and do it, and we, even though we we're the youngest, usually the youngest there, we never had the energy to stay up all night. Even Trilby, the um, dancer, her heart out till midnight, and we'd hear, you know, Happy New Year's, and we'd lift our heads at each other and say Happy New Year's and go right back to sleep. Right. Yes, this New Year's, Glenn, the party is after the ride. So after people have ridden 200 miles, they Ugh. have a party. And so Jeremy was just saying that, that he wasn't up for it, but people twice his age were. I got to tell you, after 200 <laughs> miles, my party would be with my sheets. Yeah. That's where my party would be. Yeah. That's how Heather and I, all, my wife and I always were. We, we like to go to sleep afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, I know. I know. Yes. That, but those, yeah, those are the, that was the a fun ride. I, I remember riding with you there 
right when it was point to point still and we had to move the rigs. Yeah. Those were the most yeah. fun rides. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. And, and every once in a while you get snowed on and we'd have a truly white Christmas or new or holidays rather. And mm-hmm. that was, it was, it was fun, but yeah, yeah. Our, our, our all our holidays and Christmas were always around the horses. We, you know, we try to get that last ride out right before on Christmas Eve. And then we spend Christmas day with the family and Christmas Eve with the family. And then, you know, a day later, we were all packed up and ready to go down to Death Valley to spend New Year's. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, we've had Heather on the thing. shows before, too, and she, she's a delight. You two are really the power couple of, uh, of endurance riding, and I follow you both on Facebook, and it's so much fun to watch your adventures, and it just looks like you have a good time, too, which makes it all the better, right? Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, we have so much fun together, and actually... We're doing something new this year, and we're taking on a, a bunch of young riders, and we have a couple of them through the holidays, and um, we just had three here during Thanksgiving, and they, um, and one of them still in high school, so she just came out for the week, but we just had so much fun with um, the young riders and helping them out and, and um, you know, ha- helping them learn the right ways to take care of horses and, and just have fun, and it, we just love to share our, our passion for the sport. and. It just, well, it's a lot of fun, especially during the holidays. That's great. I know Heather started out riding as a junior. When did you start out riding in endurance? You know, I got into endurance. I was in college um, okay. playing baseball in, in the desert, and Jackie Baumgartner got me started in endurance. Oh, cool. So I, cool. Was, I was 19, yeah. Okay, and Heather was much younger than that when yeah. she started. Yeah, she was Yeah, she was 11 when she her father... Um, found an ad and it was um, for feeding horses and that was Mary Ben Stover and um, the trade for um, riding was feeding her horses. But she had such a big heart. Heather couldn't feed the horses. She was too young and she just took her along anyways. And that's how she got her start. Yeah. That's hey, perfect. Jer- hey guys, we're going to have to say goodbye yeah. to Jeremy here. We're on a tight time schedule today, but I'm glad you stopped by. Tell Heather, our, give her our best, and Merry Christmas to you both. You're actually neighbors of mine. We're right here in Ocala, the studios. So one of these days, we're going to have okay. to meet. Uh, have to yeah, say hi. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. That'd well, be... thank you so much for right. having me. Thanks, thank Jeremy. You, Jeremy. Merry Christmas. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Hey, Karen, if you will bear with me, and Mary, I know you're probably listening. Uh, Mary's, uh, Mary Kitzmiller's coming up next. We, as you probably know, we got cut off in the middle of our biggest interview of the day with Bob Baffert. And we actually got a little bit ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Uh, why don't we give our prizes away? And then I will play. It's about 13 minutes long. I will play the Bob Baffert interview right now before we get into Mary's show. What do you think? Sounds good uh, to me. All right, good. So why don't we give away some prizes first? Wendy, tell All us right. what they are. We have the Distance Depot Navajo Beta Biathane Halter valued at $103. It looks like leather, feels like leather, and this Beta Biathane traditional style halter is fully adjustable at the pole, crown, and throat latch. The winner may choose from 11 webbing and six overlay colors for personal design, all your own. Whenever you want quality made, custom 
Custom biothane, halter, bridle, breast collar accessories, The Distance Depot is the place to go. Visit them online at thedistancedepot.com. We love The Distance Depot. Yay. Yay. And then our next prize, rider sleeves, three-pack, worth almost $100. The rider sleeves are the perfect accessory for the busy equestrian. These sleeves are the ultimate UV protector and contain a special moisture-radiating material that keeps you cool in hot weather conditions. The quality construction and great fit mean you don't have to cramp your style when protecting your skin from too much sun. To find a re- retailer near you, go to ridersleeves.com. I know that, Karen, you use Distance Depot all the time, right? I yes, mean, I you, do. And I've used the- uh, sleeves like this as well in the summer. They're great. Jennifer has these exact sleeves and wears them all summer long here in Florida uh, just because they're good for bud pr- bug protection and, and keeping you from getting burned, which is something that you endurance riders must have to worry about. Yes, especially. we do. Yeah. All right, Karen, mm-hmm. you are okay. the only one here, so you have to pick the winners. I pick between 2 and 34. No, 2 no? and 134. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Well, because as of yesterday, I passed the 37,000-mile mark for lifetime Yay! mileage. Yay! Woohoo! Woohoo! I know. I'm going to pick number 37. Uh, okay. The number 37 is... Wendy's looking it up here. Robin Hayes. Robin Hayes is our winner. Number 37 wins the Distance Depot Navajo Beta Biothane Halter, which is beautiful, by the way, valued at $103 from thedistancedepot.com. And Rider's Sleeves 3-Pack, worth 100 bucks. Who is that going to be, Karen? Between Well, be- because I'm an endurance rider that likes the 100-mile distance, I'm going to pick number 100. Oh, that's a great number. Uh, okay, we have Robin Donahue. Robin Donahue. Woo-hoo! Two Robins in a row. So Robin Donahue, she can use those. She's a driver. She can use those in Texas. I know where she's from. Oh, so she can use those. Well, Karen, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to come to Mary Kitzmiller after we do the Bob Baffert interview. We've had a lot of, I, I've been getting a thousand requests if we could replay it at some point today because it crashed during that. We hope it won't crash it again. Um, so thank you so much, Karen. What, what, what day of the month are you on with us every month? The second Tuesday of the month. The second Tuesday of every month, uh, Karen joins us, and it's a very popular episode. If you want to hear about endurance, stop back then. Thank you, Karen. Okay. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Bye. Okay, this is the interview from earlier that we tried to do during the Horsemanship Hour after Monty uh, that with Bob Baffert, of course, American Pharaoh Bob Baffert. I don't know that he needs any more introduction than that. I'll play it in an entirety because most of you didn't hear the whole thing. And then we'll be back with Mary Kitzmiller, who has some terrific guests coming up. I'm excited to have you on Horsemanship Radio on the Horse Radio Network, and we feel very privileged. It's been an exciting year. Um, it's been a very exciting year. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I don't know if you'll remember this. I love when people start with those lines. But we met on the day that um, Dad, Monty Roberts, was racing a six-year-old Sabiango who had just won the Charles Winningham Memorial Handicap at Hollywood Park. And uh, that day, there was a young jockey named Tyler Bays up top. I don't remember that. That's, you're, going, you're going back now, but I remember that was the most, that was a beautiful horse. He was from... I think it was from Germany or yep. something. That's right. That's right. He was a really nice horse, beautiful horse. And um, I remember uh, Tim Yakteen, who's, uh, who was helped get him ready for me. He, I, I give him most of the credit there because he did all the work with him, my assistant. 
Yes. Yeah, he was he was uh, very pleased that day. It was a great win and it was, you know, Charles Winningham had a warm place in our heart too, so that whole thing was a um a nice triumph. But um I I want to get into uh, it's the Christmas season here and we have we are uh in the midst of a radiothon and we're doing some things to give some prizes away and you and your wife Jill have donated to several charities and I just want to honor you in that um following the American Pharaoh's Triple Crown Triumph I know that you guys have committed you donated I think $50,000 some crazy number like that to the uh, charities like Thoroughbred Aftercare Alliance and the California Retirement Aftercare Account and the Permanently Disabled Jockey Fund. Old Friends, one of my favorites. Old Friends Farm in Kentucky, too. I really I appreciate you doing that, you and Jill, for your commitment to giving back. Well, you know, this, this business has been so good to us, and so we just felt, you know, if you can, if you can afford to do it, we're in a position where, well, we want to give back, and um, and, and those, you know, these the horse organizations, you know, we need to be re- more responsible. Back when I was growing up, you know, we really didn't think about things like that. Now it's like, um, it's it's like the main topic in our industry. You know, we have to take care of these these horses when they're done, you know, off the racetrack. So I, it's really working out. Well, there's some really Good farms out there, and these these horses are finding homes, and it's pretty difficult these days to find homes for them. But mm-hmm. uh, but we're just glad to be part of it. Thank you. Well, thank you for doing that. I know that um, that's really been keen in the list of things that people like to see grow in the industry. So thanks for being a leader in that and making that commitment. Yeah, I I know you grew up on a family farm, like 240 acres near the Mexican border in Arizona with seven children. Is that right? Yeah, so it was in Nogales, Arizona. Grew up like three miles north of the border. Wow. And, um, it's been very. Uh, it was it was a great experience going up on a ranch, and um, going up around horses, cows, chickens, and um, you know we at a young age we were all giving responsibilities to, to care for the animals. So you really you learn a lot. You know when you you know when you're responsible for animals at a young age, you learn you know, how to deal with them, because if you don't feed them, they're not going to get fed. So right. it, was, it, was a lot of, it was a great learning experience. Yeah, well, your parents must have been amazing. Do you? It's Bill and Ellie is what I read, and do you still have them? Are they still with we, us? No, they're not with us, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, they passed a few years ago, and that's why it was very, I was very emotional during the old Triple Crown run, because, you know, it was, it was sort of sad that they weren't around to see it, and um, my mother... You know, she always told me I was going to win the Triple Crown, and oh, yeah. uh, they were there for the other one. But um, it was, um, that's the only thing I just wish they hadn't been around to, to see it. But I'm sure they were watching from above. I think I always so, yeah. felt they were sort of helping out. I think so. I, I like to think that that, that whole, they're still with us uh, that way if they felt that that was a real dream. How is it growing up with seven children in a in the Baffert family? Is Were you all into the horses and and the animals? Well, we are, um, <clears throat> when there's seven of us, and um, and our television kept on, we had this antenna, I remember, out in the fields, and the cows kept knocking it down. <laughs> so sometimes we didn't have television for long periods of time, so we had to entertain ourselves. So we entertained each other, the uh, middle children. I was number four, so I usually hung out with my number five brother, 
And so um, we just found ways to, when you're on a ranch, you go out and do whatever you want. And, mm-hmm. and uh, my parents would take us to Mission Beach for the summers and drop us off and go back to work. And you, you worked really hard. My parents really mm-hmm. worked hard. So um, mm-hmm. I, we, we, got, we had a great childhood. I, we, we grew up the right way. And, he, you know, my father taught us uh, from a young age. The responsibility, you have to be very responsible, and that's really stuck to me all these years. Mm-hmm. And you have a strong work ethic, and you seem to have imparted that to the people that were around you that work too, which is great. I think that's why you're, you're highly respected. Um, I, I don't know anybody that's dealt with animals to the length of a career as yours that isn't as strong, doesn't have a strong work ethic. So um, I'm sure you're passing that on to Bodhi. Am I right? Well, hopefully, you know, when yeah. you uh, grow up around animals in a ranch, it's seven days a week. So when you're used to something like that, it's not, you know, a lot of people, they want to take the weekends off. And mm-hmm. I don't know if Bodie wants to be a horse trainer. He wants to be, um, he wants to be a meteorologist and worked uh, given out weather. He's really into weather. He's just, he, matter of fact, after the Triple Crown, he had a he did the weather with um, with the, the weather channel um, he was Sam champion, so that was pretty uh, cool. He was very excited about that so with you and Bodie and Jill, are there any family holiday traditions that you remember from your time in your family that you've carried on now to these days? Uh, not really because we were we we do a lot of traveling now that we're um you know Jill and Bodie they we go to these races, and so we just sort of live a, I'd live a totally different life than I did when I was growing up, um, you know, especially when you grow up in a quiet little town like Nogales, Arizona, there's mm-hmm. not a lot to do, but now living in Southern California, it's just the hustle bustle, and it's a totally different style of living, and so um, I've adapted to Southern California the last 40 years I've been here. Uh, and I, I, I couldn't miss asking you a few questions about your training abilities. Your dad said that you always had, I, I read where he was quoted as saying that you always had something special with horses and um, that you, you read them well, you work with them well. And, uh, you know, I've lived long enough to see that champions make champions generally because their horses love them. And I read quotes that you had said, too, that um, you love your horses and that um, if you love your horses, they respond. Uh, so you have to love your horse. So tell me about um, American Pharaoh. I mean, every champion has something special and unique between his trainer and him, I think. And so what's something about American Pharaoh that makes that relationship special for you? He was, American Pharaoh was, um, when he first came, he was a little bit rambunctious. He was wanting to, do too much. He was wanting to be, he wanted to go too fast, too early. So we had to work with him to quiet him down a little bit. And um, his first race was sort of disastrous. He, um, going to the the paddock, he was just a mess. He was, he really wasn't handling it well uh, with the blinkers. He was tough in the warm up um, with the pony. Going to the gate, he got in the gate. He tried to act up in the gate. Broke, stepped slow, made the leap, then just stopped, and just it was just a bad out, and, you know, just not a good experience for him. And I was really 
I was really disappointed because I really thought, you know, he was, we were hoping he was the next coming. We're always hoping that we're going to have the next right. uh, big horse. And uh, I've been fortunate to have all these big horses. So we're uh, disappointed. Is out. But then after that, we decided we took the blankets off. We schooled him a lot. And we noticed that he was, um, he was real sensitive to sound. Mm-hmm. I remember we were schooling him in the morning and, it was like 11 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, walking over at Del Mar, and somebody turned on a tractor, mm-hmm. um, and he just spooked. He just, the noise got him, so we decided to put some cotton in his ears, maybe try mm-hmm. him with that. And then from then on, he was very quiet. He was, it was just, it pacified him somehow. And um, so I eventually got these little earplugs that I ordered online, these little sheepskin earplugs for... <laughs> Like six ninety five, really? <laughs> and um, he's made eight million dollars of those earplugs. So it was pretty good. It was a good investment. Uh, I can see it now. Bob Baffert earplugs. You get to endorse those things. <laughs> you know what? Well, I got somebody asked me the other day. I got a call from some guy had a some. There's some friend that was a barrel racer, and mm-hmm. her horses needs some kind of plugs. Want to know what kind I use? So they want to know what my secret plugs yeah. were. Like, <laughs> It's just easy, just on the web there. You can buy them. Um, yeah, yeah. behavioral genius. Now. Oh, they've, <laughs> they've dropped. Yeah, well, the use of them has gone up, so it's a quantity. Thing. I actually tried, I, I, I contacted the people who make them. I said, I just want you to realize that this horse, Triple Crown horse, is mm-hmm. using your earplugs like, well, so they leave. But they yeah. just really said, oh, thanks. It's good oh, thanks. <laughs> like, no biggie. Uh, I have no idea. Well, what I loved about that you said, I think this is what you want to see in every third bit, that he always looks like he's having fun out there. And you talk about his ears twitching. And I just love hearing that because that means everybody's in your team is doing something right. You're, you're feeding him well. He's he's fit. And um, they can't they can't be having fun if not everything's put together. So I, I appreciate you bringing that champion on like that. And that you said every time you run him, he shows a new dimension were those dimensions behavioral, or was it that he was just stronger each time? Well, you know what? He really changed physically from January to March. His he got his body he got longer. He came mm-hmm. told he was like a short coupled horse, had a short back, and then he got longer. In the last two months, he grew up, stretched out, and um, but his stride is what really mm-hmm. set him apart. His, his his mechanics, his, his fluids dried. Mm-hmm. Really, he jumped a long way, and he did it without really having to work at it. Mm-hmm. And um, and he was quick. He was quick on his feet. And so, but he had a he he had a great he's got a great mind. Um, he had a nice, smart head. He's got a soft eye. He's just a mm-hmm. very and a sweet, loving. Horse. He was. Mm-hmm. He would put your head in your lap. He was spoiled rotten. He was. Uh, <laughs> he's one of those like when you brought him out and you go to take him back to the stall. He didn't want to go back to the stall. He wanted to stay out oh. there and enjoy it a little bit longer. And and he was just. He was pretty pampered and spoiled. But um, when he came down to train, he really enjoyed training. And, that, and I think that's very important for these horses. Mm-hmm. They have to enjoy what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And you could tell when he got out there and galloped or if he breathed, he had those ears 
forward, you know, happy. When you see those ears clicking forward, you know your horse is happy. And um, and every time we worked him, um, he never had a bad work. He always had a really good work. And so um, it's very rare. Sometimes you'll breathe a horse and you'll, you won't be happy with it. He was always, it was never a bad work. He was just mm. spot on every time we breathe him. I appreciate you giving us this time. It's um, a crazy year, and you uh, could put your time in a lot of different places instead of us. So thank you again for being our guest today, and I hope we get to talk to you down the road. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Bob Baffert. All right. That was uh, the interview that we got cut off from when our server crashed. The live feed went down earlier in the show. We just wanted you to hear that. We're sorry we're running a little bit late coming into the 4 o'clock hour, but let's reset and uh, have some fun with Mary Kitzmiller. Wait a minute. That doesn't sound right, but, let, but we'll be right back. The old man playing Santa Claus Blew into town with old Jack Frost Now he's handing out candy canes and smiles for free People scurry with their list Rushing around to buy those gifts That will end up wrapped up underneath the tree Sitting at a red light, staring at a major scene Watching snowflakes kiss that baby And it makes me think I wonder what God wants for Christmas Something that you can't find in a store Maybe peace on earth No more empty seats in church Might be what's on his wish list I wonder what God wants for Christmas
Christmas.